I am fat. I am ugly. I am worthless. I am stupid. These are things that you know that you have said to yourself. Somewhere inside, at some point, these words came out of your mouth, kind of if you think about it, but in your head. And it's that inner voice. It's that inner mean girl. And you wouldn't tolerate it from someone else walking up to you. But yet we tolerate it and sometimes even encourage it inside ourselves repeatedly Mm. to help us with this inner mean girl and the woman who just said "Mm," because she totally gets it and understands it that is inspirational catalyst christine arlo hello christine hello 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 to everyone out there listening and thanks for having me on the show today you're so welcome so can i just start with how do you harness this inner mean girl how how do we get reins on this and bring this mean girl down Mm. Well, the the first thing I want to say to everyone listening right now is that you are not alone. That you are not the only woman in the world to have these rantings go on in your head that tell you that you're not good enough, that tell you that you should be able to do more in a day, that tell you no matter how much you have accomplished that it's still not enough, that compare you to other people, that make you feel like the expectations of the world are on your shoulders. Um, You're not alone. So I just want everyone to know that. Uh, I think sometimes I meet a lot of women, and I certainly was this way before I realized everyone had this voice that, am I the, you know, Am I the only one that beats myself up like this? <laughs> and you're not. And so, you know, and that's really the first stage of starting to get real about the fact that there is a silent epidemic that is sweeping the world, and and it really is the world. And and it doesn't really matter kind of shape, size, background, whatever. There's a plethora of women out there. I mean. I, I haven't met a woman yet who hasn't had these negative voices running through her head. And if we are silent about it, if we don't talk about it, if we leave the inner mean girl, so to speak, in the dark where she gets her power from, then we can't make any shifts at all, and we're all going to be slaves to this inner mean girl who continues to hijack our lives. And so the first stage and why I'm so excited to be on this call today is that it's really about bringing her into the light, bringing an awareness to the fact that the inner mean girl inside of you isn't you, that the voices and the feelings and that, that really hurt you and beat you up and make you feel small and awful, they're not you. That's it, and that's girl. good to know, that's Christine, because when we have that inner voice and we think I'm being mean to myself, and then you get another mean girl on top of that that said, how could you be that mean to yourself? Yes, it's double beating up. Women do it all the time. You know, oh. It's like I was just talking to a client of mine today on the phone who was, I'm not feeling well. She was, you know, sick because she's been basically trying to do too much. And so her mean girl's been telling her, you should be able to do more. You should be able to do more. And then she got sick, and her mean girl says, well, you know, what's wrong with you? Why are you sick? You shouldn't be sick. <laughs> you're, you're more involved than to be sick. So it's like this double, you know, judgment that we do to our and so you know, a lot of people talk about this like inner critic, they call it, or a gremlin or a saboteur. But I call it, and my partner Amy Ehlers, who co-founded Inner Mean Girl Reform School with me, we call it an inner mean girl because, let's be honest, ladies, she is way more personal than some inner critic. She's mean, she's catty, she's judgmental, and it hurts. It really hurts 
Oh, when it does. Should we let her beat us up and be really hard on ourselves? So the good part is there is a way to help take care of this. Um, before we get into a little bit about the Inner Mean Girl Reform School, talk a little bit about the phone call, the conference call that you had last night, because I have a friend with me, Jana, who was actually on that phone call listening to you last night. So let's let's bring Jana in. Jana, this is Christine. Hello, Christine, and all the Hi, beautiful Jenna. ladies Great out there. Thank you again. I'm so <laughs> excited that you were on the open house call last night. Oh, it ended up being, I mean, such a wonderful thing. Thank you so much for that. Oh, absolutely. Well, Amy and I, um, uh, we love to bring groups of women together. And I mean, that, and that's really, to answer your question, it's one of the, the biggest ways that we're going to shift this is by bringing us women together and having these conversations. And so last night, Amy and I hosted a open house for Inner Mean Girl Reform School, which you can actually um, get the audio from if you go to innermeangirl.com and you put your name and your email in there, you'll actually get a copy of the recording. And we do these open house free calls because um, there's just all this information out there. And when this technology that's out there now is that you can bring women together on the phone and they can talk to each other and go into small groups and do Q&A. And it was just amazing. We had over 9,000 women registered for yesterday's call. 9,000 women have taken a stand to say, you know what, no more. I'm going to stop being so hard on myself. It was amazing. The part of the technology that fascinated me was how, even though you could feel the energy of so many goddesses in, in that space, there was still this support and structure and sisterhood, which you guys kept talking about. Um, we could, You broke us up into smaller groups into two to four people. And so at one point we actually got to converse with people that were on the call. I was talking to a woman um, in Santa Monica, I believe. And it just really gave you this sense of, you know, community, a small community in a very big space. And it was it was wonderful how that was something that we could access. I really loved that. And for the most part, just the idea of being able to talk about it, to be in a space where it's safe to talk about these things that are kind of dark within us and to learn how to laugh about it and learn how to bring it to the light like you say it was just awesome it, uh, I have chills like all over my body. I feel like we're back in, in, in the call, and, and, I, and I totally know what you're talking about when you have this ability to, to connect with women all over the world. And you're like, wow, you're in California, and I'm in Michigan, and wow, we both have these crazy thoughts in our head. And, and what happens is that women come together, and they feel supported, and they have this sisterhood where it's like, wow, I'm not the only one, and I'm not being judged. I'm not being compared. I'm actually being supported. And that's where, that's where the feminine power, I call it the feminine superpower, but where feminine super, where our superpowers comes from is when women come together, anything is possible. And one of the things that the inner mean girl does to us is that she pulls us apart from other women. She makes it so that we, you know, we separate ourselves where we feel, we feel less than another woman or better than another woman and comparison comes in and judgment comes in. And all of that kind of icky inner mean girl behavior actually tears us away from our own power, which comes from the connections that we make with other women. And that really is how each of us are going to be able to, to live our purposes in this lifetime, to change the world, to change our lives, to have what we want. It's only going to happen through connection to other like-minded and open-hearted women. I so agree. And I have been feeling alienated. Um, can I ask you, really, I mean, just we had the the call yesterday, um, 
how much time do we actually get to spend interacting with um, other women and with you while we do the Inner Mean Girl Reform School? It's a great question, and it's 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 one of my favorite reasons why I teach this, the, the class that we teach. Intermingle Reform School is ten weeks long, and people are like, "Why is it ten weeks?" Well, a, it, it does take some time to transform the intermingle girl, but b, Amy and I just love, 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 love interacting and supporting people through the process. And when we do these classes, we're able to help so many more people, um, and that each other start to help each other. So we actually get together on a live weekly call for. 90 minutes every week for 10 weeks. And some people listen to the recordings. Other people actually attend the class. And so there's lots of coaching and interaction on those calls. We do an average of two to three breakouts on each call. So the women, what was amazing when we did this course in the spring, is they started, like, really creating connections and friendships and support and rooting each other on to, like, you know, give up their inner mean girl and supporting them to, you know, make changes in their lives. We had women that were started school after years. Years of never, you know, wanting to go to school. Women who hadn't been in relationships for ten years, starting relationships. Other women going through the deaths of their parents, and like just the community that came around them to support them was amazing. Um, and like Jan, like you were saying, we have this online technology, this phone technology, where you can break out into small groups, so you're talking groups of two or three. But then there's this also this really cool online stuff. Um, we use a Ning site, so we have a whole community online where we interact via email and people are chatting and then there's postings of the recordings and people start posting up pictures of their inner mean girls which is so freaking <laughs> hilarious <laughs> I have to say like it really brings light when we actually in the class this fall we're going to have an artist come out and teach people how to draw so if like you're not a drawer you can actually be taught how to draw your inner mean girl but craft me up these photos of like Cruella and you know just these mean girls and like they had spikes it was just it's, it's insane and so oh. it, it, it brings light and some fun to something that can be really dark and deep and, and shadowy okay let's get real for a minute what was the last inner mean girl thing that you said to yourself, I will admit mine, Jana will admit hers, but we're going to start with you, Christine. What was the last inner mean girl thing you said? It's it's a great question because here's the thing. My inner mean girl, mean Patty, and I actually have more. So here's the other thing. A lot of us, we have more than one. Some women have <laughs> an army of them. But mean Patty, she still... She doesn't show up as much as, as, as she used to. She was my comparison queen, and um, I gave that we, we got her a new job, which is my talent scout. So she doesn't show up a lot anymore. But there's a <laughs> one that shows up, and her name is Get On It Gloria. Ah. And then there's another one who I can't quite figure out who she is. I don't have a name for her yet. But she's the one that's really all about rejection. Like whenever I feel like I'm being rejected, she comes out. And I think the mm-hmm. reason I haven't totally named this one yet is because this is really my probably deepest, darkest fear as being rejected, mm-hmm. which is really ironic considering the career that I have been led into as right. a public figure and a speaker and writing and all this stuff. So yesterday, Amy and I were 
on the phone and we were getting ready for our call and we were drafting some emails and going through the outline and you know, really figuring out how we could deliver the best call possible. And, and our assistant, Taria, sends us over this email. She, Taria is our customer service um, extraordinaire goddess and she sends us over, she usually sends us like emails that we get from people saying, oh, people are saying this, people are saying this. Uh-huh. Well, she sends us over this email that was not a happy email. It was not not full of love. I think the woman had good intentions, but when it's three hours before a call that you just invited 9,000 women to, the last thing you want to do is read an email that basically says, you know, I I, I get what you girls are trying to do, but, um, you know, I think that the videos that you do aren't very professional and that I think that, um, you know, you're, you're, you know, I don't know what else she said, like this whole inner mean girl thing is cute, but, you know, blah, blah. So she said a couple things that were her opinions and, and, and maybe at a different time would have been easier to swallow and, yeah. or easier to kind of react to, but three hours before this call, not so easy. <laughs> so um, this unnamed reje- fear of rejection inner mean girl but I, it, I could just feel her in my body starting to well up, you know. It, it, it didn't, it, like, I was still able to do my work, and I was able to keep going, and I, and I didn't get crazy, like, crazy thoughts in my head, like, oh, no one wants you, or, which might have happened in the past. But it was more of a, like, a feeling in my body where I just, I could feel her wanting to just take over my body. Yeah. And I, and it did lower my energy, and it did lower my vibration, and it, and it did kind of, like, sting. You know, it was kind of like being stung by a bee, and then your finger still hurts, even though it, you're not allergic <laughs> to it and going into anaphylactic shock. Um, but it still stings. Where oh, yeah. I might have gone into anaphylactic shock that happened, <laughs> which I did the first time I got my first piece of hate mail. Let me tell you, I totally had anaphylactic oh, shock. Oh, my. It is hard. Time, it was more like it stung. And, and it was interesting. Amy and I, we just sent her an email. We said, Talia, can you just, like, we love all this constructive feedback, but please don't send it to us until after the call. <laughs> that, that would be good. Jana, when's the last Intermean Girl thing? What did you say? Well, I'm sitting here right now with, I, I think her name's Mean Janine. Or Bianca the bitch or something. Can we say that? <laughs> yeah. um, just, you know, the idea, uh, like, no one wants to hear what I really have to say. You know, me stumbling over my words, thinking, oh, I, how, what am I going to say? And, and how can I say it perfectly? And, 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 uh, and she stops my flow of just thoughts. And, and mm. she doesn't allow me to be creative. She doesn't allow me to be, you know, my personality. It, she's just so self-critical. And, you know, she's judging everything that I do. And, you know, it's, she's in my brain. So we need to get her out of there, which is what Mean Girl Reform School is all about. And I promised I would share uh, my inner mean girl I call the anti-cheerleader because I have what I call the cheerleader inside. And I believe we all have one that says, rah, rah, you can do it, way to go, all that kind of stuff. We need to know how to access her. So my mean girl I call the anti-cheerleader. And that's the one who sits up and says, "Um, you're 44, you're not married, you don't have kids, and you're currently unemployed. Congratulations. So (laughs) so she's real vicious and we try and keep her off the field as much as possible and keep the real cheerleader on the field which is the one that says you are exactly where you need to be right now you are strong you are confident you are beautiful and you are living a wonderful life so that's who we need to keep listening to so if someone wants to get involved in this mean girl reform school how do they go about doing it well, the best thing to do is to go to our website, innermeangirlreformschool.com, and that's innermeangirlreformschool.com. And 
everything is on there. There's um, all the information about the 10-week program, which starts on September 22nd. There's actual um, some testimonials and stuff from other women, so you can get a sense for what other women have gone through. There's a couple videos on there. There's actually a video at the end of the webpage of Amy taking someone through the three-step inner wisdom process, which is the process that she developed, which is crazy powerful. And, Jenna, I think you must have witnessed it yesterday on the call. Yes, I did. It was wonderful. We take a woman from her inner mean girl voice into her inner wisdom. So there's a video of that on the webpage as well. It was definitely powerful. You can get all the information there. Then if you have any questions, you can um, just email us at meangirl at wakeupcallcoaching.com, meangirl at wakeupcallcoaching.com. It's all on the website. And Taria will get back to you. Um, Or you can call me at 510-482-5858, and that's the um, 482-5858, area code 510. That's the Inner Mean Girl hotline. I love Um, it. You know, and and I I write I want to say, too, if they want to listen to the free audio, go to innermeangirl.com and you can download the free audio from there, the open house that Jenna was talking about. That's fantastic, and that's what you need to do. I want you to speak a little bit about matters of the heart, okay, mm-hmm. because this is probably, you had talked before about rejection and, and all that kind of stuff. This this hits women real hard at home. Um, y- you know, you and I do have something in common. You you had your fiancé walk away from you and leave you um, at a very unopportune time. And mm. I had a husband leave me three months after marriage with the, mm. the you know, I love you, but I'm not in love with you type of thing. Oh, um, that is just to be just erased. <laughs> I, have a, I have a whole thing to say about that if you want to talk about that, that but phrase. Can you speak a little bit about matters of the heart and how that turns into our own self-loathing yeah um well i'll just just to give the audience listening a little bit of of a a background um in the reason and the inspiration behind my book choosing me before we the every woman's guide to life and love was when i was 30 years old i had had everything i had the big house and the big car and i had the big job and i was getting my mba and so i tried to marry the big husband who Mm -hmm. was literally six foot four 220 pounds And um, I had a voice inside my head at the time that said, if you don't marry this guy, no one else will love you. Mm. It was totally irrational, but this was a belief system I had. And I was also deathly afraid to be alone. Now, I didn't really get that at the time because I was totally, I was not awake, I was not aware, and I was being driven by my inner mean girl, by my fear, and I did not have a relationship with my intuition at the time. And so I did try to marry this guy, and he broke up with me on the way to my engagement party to my mother's house. Very, I like how you put it, inopportune times. Yes. Very nice way. To put it. I got to use two by four. We'll just call it. It's it awful. And I remember that first, I, you know, I, I, the truth of the story, and I'll be honest with all of you listening right now, is that you would think here I was, this very, you know, self-assured, self-esteemed woman, smart, intelligent, that I would have, like, been like, you know, when he told me I've been cheating on you, I don't love you, I don't want to marry you, you think I would have said, great, you know, I'm out of here, screw you. But I didn't. I actually begged him to take me back for two weeks. For two weeks, every morning I would get up, cry hysterically, he would say, no, I won't take you back. I would put makeup on, cry some more, get to work, no makeup on, go to the conference room, talk to my girlfriends, cry some more. I mean, this was my life for two weeks. And eventually I, I, I actually went to see an astrologist, and she said, look, honey, you can keep following this guy around for the next 40 years, and he's going to just keep hurting you, or you can leave, and your life will open up into places you can never imagine. 
Wow. So that night, I went home. I moved out. I moved into my girlfriend's apartment. And that was the first night that my intuition, my or inner wisdom, as we call it, inner mean girl reform school, but intuition, which really is a woman's best friend, was the first time I listened to her. And she, this voice came into my head because my intuition speaks to me. So intuition talks to you in four, one of four ways. Mine is a talker in my ear. And she said, Christine, the, the reality is, is that you've been settling for a long time. Mm. And the other reality is, is that you don't even love yourself. You've got a lot of self-esteem, but you don't love yourself. And you don't yeah. even know what that is. You and know, it was the first time I ever listened to her and I said, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I made a vow, two vows that night. One vow, which is the, um, the vow that every woman listening, if you have not taken this vow yet, when it comes to your life and to having great love in it, whether you're married or single, it doesn't matter. You have to be able to take this vow and stick to it. Mm-hmm. And the vow is this. I will never settle for less than my heart and soul desire. Amen. I love that. <laughs> period. You know, period. And you, and that means that you need to know what your heart and soul desire. And that was what led to my second vow, which was, I will fall madly in love with myself. Yeah. And I will fall, and I will, and I will do that. And that set me out on you know the journey to fall in love with myself. And the really, the really hand in hand. And one of the the issues is is that even though this generation of women, like we've been told you can do anything. Like we, we do have more self-esteem and more independence than any generation before us, but we still have lots of old programming, lots of inner mean girl fears that tell us crazy things like you'll never be loved, if this guy doesn't love you, you know, there's not going to be another one, better to be with the devil that you know versus the devil that you don't, you know, and, and all the other, I mean, like you go on and on and on. And you just look at The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I mean, the major TV programming is still geared toward this idea that you're not whole until you're with a partner. And yeah. then there's those of us that get a partner and we're so strong and we're so independent that we can't let the man be the man and for us to be the woman or even if it's a, you know, a same-sex relationship, we don't know how to be intimate and be vulnerable because we're scared to death to be intimate and vulnerable. Yeah, ladies, let the guy open the door for you. Let him pull out the chair. Okay, this isn't an insult on, you know, the fact that, you know, you're less than he is. That always drives me crazy when people get annoyed by that. I'm like, he just did something nice. <laughs> well, yeah, it's taking this—you know—it's taking the independence piece too far. It's interesting the way that I wrote choosing me before we, which I didn't know I wrote it this way until after I learned about the feminine superpowers. But now I teach these two feminine superpowers of love, and if you put your left hand out. On the more masculine side of you, you will have what is called the feminine superpower of sovereignty. And this is actually the first five chapters of Choosing Me Before We. And sovereignty is the belief that you don't need a man or a woman or anybody, like a partner, that you can be okay, that you're independent, that you're self-empowered. And mm-hmm. that's that vow of I will never settle for less than my heart and soul desire. And yeah. so you need to have that. In order to have a great mm-hmm. partnership, you have to have that or else you will bend and mold your life to fit somebody else's. Absolutely. I mean, I realized I don't need a relationship. I want one. You there, want it, one. Exactly. And that's why then so put your right hand out. And that's where the feminine superpower of vulnerability is. And this is kind of, if you think about like Aphrodite, you know, the goddess of love and vulnerability and intimacy. This is all about your heart being open to receive love. 
Mm-hmm. So if you are just sovereign, and I'll give you a good example of sovereign, the goddess of sovereignty is Artemis. And Artemis is the the daughter of Zeus. And so she basically went to Zeus and said, look, Dad, I don't want to be, I want to be a virgin. And I want to live in the forest and do my thing. She's also the huntress, Diana. And at the time, virgin didn't mean don't have sex. It meant not being married, not being betrothed okay. to any man. And, and that's, that's what we want. But if, if, if Artemis also never got married, and Artemis, she actually did have a lot of lovers. So if you want a lot of lovers, you, know, you can just kind of be Artemis. That's cool. <laughs> but if you really want a partnership, which I think is what a lot of women do want, if, and if you don't, that's okay, too. But just know what your heart and soul desire. But if you want partnership, you have to have the vulnerability piece. Yeah. And that is, are you willing to stand naked and let your soul be seen? That is, are you willing to let your heart be so open that it can receive the gobs and gobs of gobs of love that it craves? This is amazing, and this information is so important for anybody out there, whether you are sort of settled into your life and you think, oh, I'm not going to make any changes. You know, you know, every once in a while that inner mean girl sneaks up and bites you in the rear end. So you you got to make sure you can get control of this. So the the first place you can go to is innermeangirlreformschool.com. Get on there, look to see what it's all about, get to know Christine and Amy, and you'll really get to feel the reason they're doing all of this. There's a genuine love and caring for bettering yourself, for bettering life in general. So innermeangirlreformschool.com. Best place to reach you, Christine? Through that website um, is the best place to reach me. You can also go to, um, if you're curious more about the book, you can go to mebeforewe.com um, and learn more about the book. And we're actually giving the first 100 women that sign up for the program, they get the inner superheroine kit mailed to their door. So it includes a Choosing Me Before We book. It includes my Madly in Love With Me necklace, which is kind of like Lance Armstrong Be Strong bracelet, but it's way cuter. <laughs> it's all about self-love. And then an inner wisdom journal. So the first hundred women, and we still have some of those um, those packages left. And you can get all of that at innermeangirlreformschool.com. And didn't you mention something about maybe having a buddy as well? If you yeah. sign up with a friend, uh, a girlfriend? Know, these kinds of things are so much better to do with girlfriends. I mean, let's be real, like just to have some support and the camaraderie. And so Amy and I put together something called the Girlfriend Package, which means that if you, one of you, if you sign up for the Intermingle Reform School, the second person gets 50% off. Or the third person, the fourth person, like we'll give as many girlfriends as you're bringing. There's one couple girls that just signed up for two of their girlfriends or three of their girlfriends. Um, and all of that's on the website. So it's Fifty percent off for any girlfriends that sign up, and super easy. It's all like we made it as affordable as possible. Payments over time. Like we want as many women. I mean, thank you for saying that, Lisa. That mm-hmm. um, about Amy and I, where we're coming from this. From this, I mean, we've coached so many women and ourselves. Like we, like I really get how I couldn't be doing what I'm doing right now if I hadn't given up my comparison queen. Mm-hmm. I would have, when I met, I met Amy through an email. My assistant basically found Amy through some search on Google and said, <laughs> hey, check out what this woman is doing. And I, she was doing this really cool teleseries with all these women, and she was shining super bright. And if my comparison queen, being Patty, had still been running the show, <laughs> I would have, like, went into comparison and paralysis. And instead, because Intermean Girl had been given, Patty was now my talent scout, I was able to say, wow, look at what Amy's doing. And I sent her an email entitled Kindred Spirit. 
And Amy will tell you that she gets lots of emails, but this one popped through, and she called me, and we had coffee, and then we started walking and hiking together, and then that's where Inner Mean Girl kind of came up at a conversation we were having, and now, you know, we... We teach some of the best transformational teachers in the world. We have 9,000 women showing up to, to join us on this. And look, I, wouldn't, I just know it's possible. I, I, couldn't, I mean, I'm married to my soul partner, and I have so much love in my life. I could have never had that if I was still listening to that crazy mean girl that said no one else will ever love you. Absolutely. This is the time to put an end to all of that for everybody so that they can move forward with their best life. Jana, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad you're here and that you actually got to talk to Christine. Thank you. <clears throat> and Christine, thank you so much for being here. I hope everybody can uh, go on the website, intermeangirlreformschool.com. Check out your book, Changing, excuse me, Choosing We Before, my God. We before we. Thank you. <laughs> Look at where my head was. I wonder if that was the inner mean girls coming out in me. We, we must banish her. We banish all inner mean girls right now. <laughs> Christine, thanks so much for being here. And thanks, everybody, for choosing to be positive now. Mm.